This is SPF Zero, Episode Six for September twelfth, twenty twenty. Hey Juan. Hey Charles, how's it going for you? How's it going? Huh? I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> um, well, good. first of I all, mean, we skipped last week, in case people are wondering why there was no episode. It was a holiday weekend, and we took the weekend off. <laughs> I know. We decided to spend time with our loved ones and not with each other. Speak for yourself. <laughs> what far, did you do? I would far did, rather spend time with you, Juan. What did you do with your holiday weekend? Uh, I actually went to visit my parents in Oxnard, at their house in Oxnard. And so um, we all spent the weekend together there. Uh, it's It was extremely hot in LA. It was in the 110s. And I think we set a record for LA County in Woodland Hills at 121 last weekend. And so uh, we went back to Austin because Austin is by the beach. We don't have air conditioning, but uh, it, it we don't need air conditioning because it's cool. So yeah, I spent time with family. So at your parents' house, you don't have air conditioning? Right. Was that miserable? That sounds miserable. No, because it doesn't get that hot by the beach. It, it was it, the hottest day got up to 90-ish, maybe 91. And that's like outside temperature. So inside was probably 80, uh, 85. Did you grow up like that that where you didn't have AC? I grew up without AC, but though like the 91 is an extremely rare occurrence, maybe once a year, once every couple years. It, so we never needed air conditioning. But do you think that that kind of, molded you to not because you seem like the kind of person that likes air conditioning oh yeah i'm totally weak like i said i i can't i can't stand cold weather i can't stand hot weather now because i grew up in a place where there was no weather and it was always perfect uh just like upper 60s low 70s all the time all year round and at night doesn't freeze and it doesn't get that cold either it's Mm because by the water it just keeps it temperature the same all the time so if i when i moved to la even though it's 85 degrees, it's still way too hot for me. And if I ever go visit anywhere else where there's a possible chance of snow, I freak out because it's way too cold for me. How long do you think those you, you get adjusted? Not that you get adjusted, but it changes the way you are. Like, let's say I'm obviously from Kansas. And then when I moved to California, you know, it, it seemed like great weather all the time because it wasn't too hot and it wasn't too cold compared to like the extremes that we get. But then since I've been out here so long, now it's not the case. Now, if it gets cold, like if it's in the forties and stuff, like I think it's cold where before I thought it was still cold, but not to the degree that I do now. Um, That's a good question. I don't know because I only experienced one type of weather. I only experienced nice weather. <laughs> what would be, what would be worse for you? To be like in hot and humidity because it's still kind of warm in LA. Oh, humidity. Hot humidity or cold temperature, like oh. snowy cold. Hot would be worse, I think. Cold, I mean, cold. You're allowed to wear jackets and stuff, right? But I, yeah. I think that's the easy one. But if I had to live where somewhere it snowed and then I'm walking through slush and my boots get wet, I would have to buy boots first of all. They get wet and your socks get kind of damp and stuff. That'd be miserable too. I never stay in a place that snowed long enough to experience that. Like I've only experienced snow a handful of times and it's only, you know, 
a small moment. So I never, you know, been outside when it's snowing that much. Uh, hot and humidity. I've been outside. And I've been to like Florida and stuff and uh, Asia, and that's just that's miserable because that you can't you can't even go outside then, right? Yeah, I always wonder. Wonder you, you know, can the logical up in summer. You can't. The logical sense is to always say cold because you can just put something on, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I just always wonder. You know, there's there's places where it's it's miserable. Like it's either really hot or really cold. And I always wonder because you just always meet people that just stay around that area. Like they don't leave. And yeah, I, I always just, wonder why people live there. Yeah. Just <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a very stupid California thing to say, but <laughs> I genuinely wonder why don't you just move to California? I guess well, you don't yeah. have to move to California, but you could just move to another area that's not gonna sure. you know, rain all the time or right. be lower than 50 degrees all the time like, right. there's options for people i just always wonder why people kind of stay i don't know because i didn't well i also grew up here too uh, the other thing like cold weather you can layer up i don't understand how you layer up i don't have clothes to layer i wear a t-shirt and then i have a jacket and that's about it i i know you like do you actually wear like a shirt and then like a long sleeve shirt over it and then like a light jacket and a heavy jacket and a parka or something. Do people do that? So what I will say is there having been on both sides of it, it's, it's very simple in my head. There is the poor way of like literally monetary, like poor way of bundling up. And then there's the uh, wealthy way to bundle up. So, okay. Like when I was in college or really just growing up and we didn't have money to like buy the, uh, the insulated North face or Columbia jacket that would be ready for the mountains and stuff like that. Like you would just have to wear more layers of clothes, literally. So you'd have like, what what are those layers though? You'd have, you'd have a shirt. You could have like a thermal. That's usually really good. Like a thermal, and then a sweatshirt and then a jacket and then like you're just yeah it's very christmas story like where you're just so tight because you're wearing so many layers and you're trying to move maneuver around there'd be times where in college you know i would walk to class and it would be you know freezing temperatures and i would wear like a pair of shorts a pair of jeans and two pairs of sweatpants and then when I got Wait, to class, at the same time, at the same time to get to class, and oh, then I don't even own that kind of clothes. Okay, <laughs> go carry on. And then when I got to class, I would essentially do like a strip tease for the class because I would take off two of my sweatpants and maybe my jeans. So then it just like you just wearing shorts. Yeah, yeah. Because by Why the time is you're so hot inside the classroom. Well, it's not hot. It's just that, like, let's say it's 70 degrees. When you're inside of your house at an air-conditioned temperature, you're not wearing four layers of bottoms on. And then the other part is, but what I realize is then when you just buy the thing that is custom to that temperature or that climate, like I, one time when I was in college, I finally got a, a puffy jacket, like an insulated jacket 
And mm-hmm. that was amazing because you could just wear what you just regularly would wear, like a t-shirt. And then once you put on that jacket, it didn't matter. Like there was no amount of cold oh. that would do anything to you. And that's when I realized there is the wealthy way to do things. And when you're poor, you unfortunately, your your strategy is just let's keep putting clothes on until it's not cold. Right. Cause, okay. So a few years ago, I went to China uh, for one of the projects I was working on. Right. And uh, it was January or February. I think it was January in Beijing, which is very, very cold. It doesn't snow much there, but it is below freezing temperatures. It just doesn't rain. So it doesn't snow. And so the LDIs are local, you know, people that help us on the project said, Oh, when you're coming, just get yourself a North face jacket. And, uh, because it's, it's cold. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't even own a jacket. I mean, I do own one jacket and it's a very light jacket because I live in California and it's my one jacket. So I had to go buy clothes uh, for it. And then I don't know, what do you like, uh, like pants? I never thought of wearing more than one pair of pants. I guess I could, I, I, I got, I bought long underwear because they told me to get that too. And I wasn't yeah. sure what that was either. I had to Google it. And then I, I found some at, um, where I think Uniqlo had it. So I bought some from there. I'm not sure that does anything really. Does it really keep you warm? It doesn't feel like it did. It just feels weird to wear. And you wear it inside too when it's sort of warm already. Although when we're at the LDI's office, their 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 office in China, their office is like a factory. So the windows are sort of open still and it's freezing cold. They don't really have heating kind of thing. And people are just wearing their outside coats inside, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, just think factory, except these are all engineers, you know, and they just crap together in a factory. And so uh, it was uncomfortable, but I guess it kept you warm, kind of. I'm not 100% sure long underwear worked. I don't know. Well, this is the thing. My opinion is very straightforward with long underwear. It is so useful. It is that X factor that helps you in the cold because it, it just keeps you warm. It, it's such a game changer. Like if you go, if you go skiing or if you're in cold climates, like a long underwear or a thermal for the top, like oh, it makes a day and night difference. So you say it but, does work, but what if I go? But what do you no, go inside? Knew what they were talking about. Well, I mean, if you're hot, then you just take the thing off. That's always the. But the your part. long underwear is like underneath your pants. Oh, gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. Wait, where do you wear your long underwear? <laughs> I always wear my underwear over my pants. Oh, I've been doing uh, this wrong. No, no, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> I guess if you do that, you just go to the restroom and then you just take them off and put your pants on. And then you just put them back on when you leave for work. Seems that pretty seems like such a hassle. If that was the case, I would just move to California. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that'll be your solution to things. Your solution. Yes. If you haven't figured it out, my solution just throw money at it. Yeah. Not work. You just throw a bunch of money, it'll go away. <laughs> uh, not not a great solution, but it is a solution. <laughs> Yeah. But then for you guys in California, you guys have had wildfires and I've seen like pictures and stuff and in other areas, you know, like in Northern California, it is seems much worse. So, yeah, I think the very worst part is Oregon. They have like super unhealthy 
air. I think 10% of the entire state is displaced right now, evacuated. Um, me, I live pretty close to the Bobcat fire. Uh, mm-hmm. Not close enough that I can see the flames, but close enough I can see a giant column of smoke. And it is, the last couple of days, it's been very unhealthy air. Like, uh, it looks like it's foggy outside, but you know it's not fog. It's smoke. Yeah. And you can smell it. And my car is covered with ash. Like even right now, as I look through the window, it's a little darker than what it should be for this time of day. And it has an orange tint to everything. It's not a deep orange, which I've experienced also, but it's a light orange. So the air is very unhealthful right now. And I have all my windows shut, my door shut, and I have an air filter, uh, air purifier running. The last Do they talk days. about how dangerous it is? Like, say you have to go to the grocery store and be outside and at some point breathe in that air like do they talk about how dangerous that would be for you um yeah it, it's they had the color coded system we're at the unhealthy level which is uh like the middle part because it can get the worst is hazardous and the best is good so right in the middle at unhealthy and sometimes a little worse than unhealthy, very unhealthy too so we're like level three and level four i don't think we got into hazardous level five yet i mean it depends where you are like we're so, I'm so far enough from the fire that I can see, I can't see it I can see I can see the column of smoke but I can't see the actual flames, but I do have friends that live closer to it and they're like on evacuation alert and that area it is hazardous the air quality is hazardous at level five, um, so um, for it- us we we don't we like I live far enough from the mountain that my house is not in danger of getting burned, like I if I drive up the street. 15 minutes 20 minutes i hit the foothills and mm-hmm. like the bottom of the mountain and um it wasn't this year it was a couple of years ago there was a fire in the mountains right behind my house and so though that night i could see the flames and there was uh it was like on a scale, was, of, on a scale of zero to ten because this is wildfires you know in california are like a common occurrence kind of like uh mm-hmm. hurricanes to the to Miami and Florida and tornadoes in the Midwest and, you know, earthquakes even here on the West coast. So for, for you, like on a scale of zero to 10, when these things kind of it's fire season, you know, do you worry or how does, how is your mindset when these kinds Um, of things are going on? I don't worry about my house burning down because I don't live close enough to the mountains ever to have burned down. I worry now, like, it, the the fires are a yearly occurrence, but in the last couple of years they have gotten very very bad. And just sheer size and and the amount of stuff that's burning, it's gotten far worse, like a noticeably worse than when I was a kid. Enough so that I did go out and buy air purifier for my tiny apartment. Like before, when I was you know in, when I was a kid, or before even like ten years ago, we have fires, but. And we can see smoke, but it was never this large. It never lasted this long. It never burned us this hot, and it never made such a big deal. I mean, the air was so unhealthful, and you just try to stay inside. It wasn't a big deal. It has caused me to buy an air purifier. It has gone worse the last couple of years that mm-hmm. I would take action for. Mm. Do you think? Do you think now that you're older and you kind of are able to distinguish things and process things that you think that? it's more dangerous than you thought as a kid or it's less dangerous or how's your mindset now that you're no it's it's global warming it's the climate change this is just a product of it 
I don't know if you believe it. You might be one of those people who don't believe climate change, but I do. And it, I mean, wait, wait, wait. The cl- why do you, why do you think I don't believe in climate change? I don't think you don't. I think you actually do, but I don't want to assume that you do. Oh, okay. I was like, because hey, <laughs> nothing okay, that do, you do makes you think you don't do believe, believe in climate change. I do believe it. Like climate change is just it's literally happens all the time you can't the climate is always changing so to say like you don't believe in climate change then you you're very dumb right so but i think specifically on top of global warming in the climate change part yeah yeah i think it's getting hotter and harder yeah that is the the climate change that we're experiencing like so right so I just was wondering what you were trying to insinuate by saying, hey, I don't think you're a person. I'm like, well, you think I'm, I'm not idiot? insinuating anything. I just want to leave it open. If you are a climate change denier, fine. I look down upon you on other ways too, but <laughs> that's no reason to. On this flat earth. Huh? Climate doesn't change on this flat earth. That, that's all I know. <laughs> Good for you. You do you. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question about this though. Climate, global warming, it's the, the climate changing, right? The climate getting warmer and stuff like that. So it's not like, oh, there's a 120 degree day here. That's because of global warming. It's weather patterns change. And fires like this get more intense because of the weather changing the climate change. But also at the same time, it was supposed to be hot this week. It is still hot this week. But because mm-hmm. of all the fire and the smoke, it has cooled it down a little bit, right? Because the sun isn't hitting the earth. It, the, the smoke is blocking the sun, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I know that kind of temperature change is not really climate change. Any, but do you think this is part of the earth healing itself? Like, because of the climate change, forest fires or brush fires, they burn hotter and burn more. And it's sort of like the pendulum swinging and it's a way to compensate for itself. And this will help lower the, the climate, the, the climate temperature in the whole earth, you know, but but basically this will throw us into like an ice age when we (laughs) overcompensate. Cause like, this is one way the earth trying to heal itself by cooling itself down with stuff like this. Yeah, Do you think I that's mean, how it works? Well, um, I have no scientific knowledge or background to uh, credit what I would say on this subject. I would just kind of say, yeah, I mean, what you're saying makes sense. So that might be the case where things are happening because of that. So, but I'm, I'm not quite sure. I always do wonder because, I mean, obviously there's, the way that we affect things ends up changing how things are. You know, like in the Midwest, there are more earthquakes in the Midwest because of the fracking that we do. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's those kinds of changes. And obviously all of the uh, greenhouse emissions that we're producing probably does mm-hmm. something. I mean, I just, I just honestly haven't even looked into the subject. So you guys should stop the fracking. Like, if you built your buildings to a code that is like zone four earthquake code, then yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead and frack, and that's what your buildings won't fall. But you are not building your buildings to that kind of code out there because you, historically there were no earthquakes out there. And maybe, you know, <laughs> reinforce your buildings and then go fracking just in case, you know? Hey, I don't I mean, know. 
I agree. You think I'm the one pulling the trigger? <laughs> I think you're the one holding that drill, fracking the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one making all that money as I like touch my fingertips together in front of my face. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So No, I'm no. just gonna say, I mean the wildfires seem bad. I mean they but are it's, bad. Yeah, it just doesn't it's never a thing where when you live in the city, as we both do, it's just not really affecting us. Um other than the air quality. I guess so. I mean an earthquake will affect us more living in the city mm-hmm. than a wildfire will would but i think you're just talking about the fire itself the consequences of the fire being the smoke everywhere um still makes a difference like yesterday i went down to long beach um you know where long beach is but I don't, if people don't just google it. it it's by the coast it's way south of la and i was meeting friends out there we're gonna get dinner and stuff and driving down the whole way through was the smoke has gone all the way that far. Even when we got to Long Beach, the air didn't smell like smoke anymore or barbecue, but the sky still had an orange tinge. The The sunset was a glowing orangey red ball, you know? It's beautiful, mm-hmm. but you, you can tell, definitely tell there was smoke there. It wasn't as bad as here, close to the fire, but it traveled that far. And um, like I said, this is an odd story, but I was streaming earlier on my... Uh, on, on Twitch, and uh, this new viewer came in, and we're chatting. And he lives in South Dakota, and he's getting smoke from the fires from out here. Like it, it was hmm. sort of, you, it was not bad, but not as bad. But they were definitely getting some kind of getting affected by it too, or so he said. I don't know if that's true, but it, it could, right? And so that kind of outreaching kind of of, of um, effect it happens. It's not as direct. Like, I never heard of that kind of thing when I was a kid, right? Even though, like, even when you're in Utah now, I bet you guys get some of the the smoke, too. Like, even when I was a kid, the, we had forest fires, but never never heard of it reaching other states. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I think that's definitely true, especially if you, because it's not just the L.A. area. I mean, it's up the coast through California, and then, as you said, Oregon. Yeah. So it's uh it goes a long way and again with no scientific background I just would assume that the winds from the ocean front would just push mm-hmm. it towards the towards inland. Yeah, and... but the winds right now are Santa Ana winds. That's what's that's that's why we have the fires cuz uh, Santa Ana winds are the offshore winds that we get here in Southern California and the mm-hmm. uh, the, the, because they're from onshore to offshore, it's hot instead of cold. Because if you're blowing across ocean, the ocean, the water is colder, and so the onshore winds are cool. And so that's the mixture of the heat and the high winds is uh, perfect for a fire. And so that's yeah. why it was they're worrying about burning the houses because it's burning toward the direction of the south where the houses are uh, in the, the Bobcat fire, anyway. But um, the the yeah. Yeah, say. out here in Salt Lake City, the most recent thing we had was, I don't know what it's classified as because if uh, I'll just call it a windstorm because it wasn't mm-hmm. like thunder or anything else really associated, but we had like, a very strong windstorm, 
but it didn't feel very strong. Like you, you kind of were just in the house and, you know, when it's really strong winds, you kind of, you kind of feel the house tighten up, like the windows and stuff like that and the doors or screen doors. Um, and then when you, when it was all over, you know, overnight, the next day the power was out and that's probably, I don't know what that is. That might just be, um, debris from trees, just hitting power lines and stuff like that. But for, for where we were at in Salt Lake city, our power was out for a few hours. There was other places that was worse. It was like overnight. So it was uh, 12 plus hours without power, but you know, no, as far as I know, like no one's passed away or anything, but it was crazy because it was crazy just because of, you would see the trees. Cause that's the only kind of side effect that came from it. There were some roofs. If you didn't have like a properly secured roof, like some of the, some of the tiles just came off and stuff like that. But you would kind of drive by some parks and there would be probably like 40 foot trees that were uprooted and just turned over and that was i i have no idea i mean they're fast enough to where i'm if you were driving like you would be swerving because it yeah it was just really strong but that was crazy because i'd never seen something like that even in even in kansas where we had tornadoes and we would have to be like prepared for those aside from an actual tornado touching down like you didn't see anything of the sorts in terms of actual trees just being completely uprooted from the ground because i it wasn't in the news really i uh, well i said i didn't follow news super closely this past week but i did scan scan uh, scan, glance upon it i don't know i heard about it i heard they had crazy weather in saint salt lake city and and there a lot of trees were toppled um that, that so it didn't make the news, but I don't know how often that happens because it's the first time of me hearing it happened ever at Salt Lake City. But I bet it's probably happened before. It's happened here once. It was in November, I remember, and it just got really, really windy at my house, and a bunch of trees toppled over. Like on my street, a couple trees fell over, and one fell over onto a car, and. <laughs> crushed the car and then i remember by work the whole street was blocked off because there's two or three trees that went down and these are like giant trees and because they're planted on city blocks they don't they're water too much and stuff right so the roots don't go very deep they go shallow and they're really top heavy so the winds were probably like sustained like probably 40 miles an hour or something like that, but with gusts like at 60 or 70 miles an hour. So it was bad. It doesn't happen often. It's only happened once since I lived here. I mean, we get windy days, but not that bad of windy days where all the trees topple over. And yeah. I remember, um, I remember it was just a bunch of trees left in the street and it was left there for like a month because the city kept saying, uh, these are trees that are from their yard. You had to take care of it. And yeah. Like it's a giant tree. No one's gonna take care of it. What are you gonna do? Move the tree? You can't move the tree. You can't even yeah. pull it with a car. And so uh, it was just left there for about a month. And um, we had the rose parade here in Pasadena, right? And so the weekend right before the rose parade, all the trees got cleared out miraculously, magically. They just all disappeared. So you know, wonder what happened there, huh? City. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, the city probably 
did that. I mean, it seems as though, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of get it if the city doesn't want to do it just to see how much he gets done with it. <laughs> yeah. They realize they realize no one has the equipment to do this. I mean, no, you need like a, a chainsaw. Branch, yeah, if there's branches, then okay, I'll do that. But you're talking about like a tree truck, like no, I don't have the ability to move <laughs> this. Yeah, exactly. So maybe they yeah. thought it would be like a fun, like sister act montage where the neighborhood gets together and come, <laughs> just comes just to a touch of love, just a touch of love. <laughs> yeah. How how prepared are you? Like we we both, I mean, I think wildfires are are much worse natural disaster than than what happened out here. But if, if you, because you're saying you you're close to being on the evacuation watch list or warning list. Like no. if, they were, if they were to tell you, Hey, you have to evacuate. What are you prepared for that? Like what, how do you no, I, I'm not that? close enough to evacuate, but I, I like, I am prepared for earthquake. Um, I have six gallons of water sitting in my house at all times. I have uh, those military MREs. I have these about, I think about 10 of them always. So there's enough food and water for a while. Um, I have UPSs. I used to have more UPSs, but now I just have a couple uh, for my computer. Uh, not so much for the computer, the UPS. The like UPS is good to have in case you lose power for a couple of days. You still want to be able to charge your phone. I, I, you're not going to run your computer and go surfing in a line. Or so UPS is like backup power. Just yeah. you know, think of it as like a smaller generator. Yeah, it's just... Uh, backup battery but it's a yeah. big bag and also i can use my car as my backup battery also um mm-hmm. to charge my phone at least and then um i don't have anything packed up and ready to evacuate because that's not usually what i have for earthquake um but i did think about that like um uh, what would i take with me i was thinking about the other day because my friend was on the verge of evacuating like what would i take with me what's you know that i really need to take with me like like my TV, who cares? My furniture, who cares? I mean, this. I guess my computer, I would take just because that's my hard drives in there. It has all my pictures I want to save. Um, I don't know. That's about it, right? I mean, the, the beyond the necessities that you have to take, like bring a change of clothes with you, bring some toiletries with you because you don't know. But mm. other than that. My apartment can burn down and it won't be that bad. I, I wouldn't be sad over it. So let's say you have two minutes. Two minutes and you're like basically playing grocery, grocery store games and you have to just get something real quick and you're done. Just my computer, so I think. Evacuate. So in two minutes, the thing you're taking is your... My computer. Computer? Yeah. My computer. You take your computer, like, where are you going to go? You say it's, you have to plug it in somewhere or something. Well, not to use, but all my pictures are saved on my computer, so I want to take my computer with me. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, It'd be so funny because when you see... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, those things are important, but it's funny. Just I'm thinking of just some apocalyptic sort of movie or escape sort of movie, and then you see all these people... And they're around a wildfire and they're talking about like their background and, and why they had to evacuate. And they're around and like you see someone and they pull out maybe like some photos of their of their family or 
they they show like a necklace that someone gave to them and then if it came around to you you would just pull out this computer tower and be like this is all it's a I mac mini it's a very short tower okay it's very portable <laughs> this is all i could bring it has all my photos i don't have any part to plug it in but this is the most important thing I, hey i can plug it in somewhere else <laughs> i know i'm just thinking you know it's like if you go to aa meeting they're like yeah, sometimes I drink. They're like, I'm a full-fledged alcoholic. And, and you're just saying like, yeah, I brought my, my Mac Mini. This is this is the most important thing for me. And hey, like, can you put different values on different things? There's nothing wrong with that. I couldn't bring my two children. And you're like, I know, but this has all my pictures in it. Children cost money. They're hard to raise. But a computer already paid for it, so it's okay. I know, it pays itself. Well, that's good. I mean, just like hold you down. What would you take? What would you take? Have uh, you thought about it? No, I haven't. I mean, I guess I'm being a hypocrite because I don't even have anything ready to go for an emergency. But I probably just have like a backpack. I'd have a backpack with, um, like this some standards some standard stuff like. Uh, portable battery, uh, change of clothes, flashlight. Do you um, keep a backpack of a change of clothes in your car? Like I keep that in my car all the time. I used to. That's really smart. That's like just a hack for life because you Cause just you gotta never... look good, right? When you <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't, you don't have to bring like your <laughs> you don't have to bring a suit just in case it calls for it. But oh no, I'd bring a suit. That's what I packed in my backpack. It's a suit in my car. <laughs> What? Why? What do you? What do you have to like? Be well, out in the countryside or something? You... If, if there's an emergency, at least I want to look good, right? <laughs> oh, no. yeah, okay. we're, it's yeah, just a we're change all, of clothes. We're all in disaster and peril. Hey, that guy looks nice. Where did you get that suit? <laughs> Gotta be classy. Right. Come on. But no, that's smart. That's smart. Just because I mean, I just think it. It doesn't even have to be a disaster. There's been times where I'm at work and I spill coffee on myself. And <laughs> it's like, great. Now I just smell terrible and I go have to go to meetings and stuff like that. I look terrible because there's a giant stain on my clothes. You if know, only I had a backup pair of clothes. Always yeah. keep an extra pair of socks and some shoes too because that's where I got in trouble is where I – don't know i get caught in the rain or something and then my socks are soaked and it's just miserable and so i have at least a fresh pair of shoes and fresh pair of socks it's good to keep in your car that's not an emergency that's just a first world problem but still there's there's your solution if you okay so if you had to recommend or like give advice to people you know you have this list of stuff to get ready for a natural disaster let's do the first thing we'll do is if it's a natural disaster where you have to stay inside like an earthquake I can't think of anything else but an earthquake <laughs> so if, if you had an earthquake you have to stay indoors like what is the essential Charles Wang uh, I should oh. say oh for Charles. an earthquake uh, yeah. my thing uh, water you have to have water uh, food yeah. and um, uh, batteries and if you're a ham radio operator, get a ham radio because cell towers may be down, but terrestrial radios will still work. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Like a first aid kit. I have first aid kit somewhere, even though I don't know how to use it. I don't know what most of the things in there are for. Um, yeah, I think that's what they taught us when we were kids, that water. What would be a, what would be a good thing to keep your time busy? Like you obviously can't watch TV or do the, do any sort of social media anymore. So what, what are you bringing to just keep mm-hmm. your mind busy, keep yourself entertained? Well, I don't know if you've been through an earthquake before, but that is the last thing you worried about in the earthquake. It's like, oh man, I have so much free time now. So uh, I got to find something to do. Um, <laughs> even so when you're not time. in panic mode, you'll have stuff to do. So it's not something you should worry about, really. <laughs> okay, so, okay. <laughs> that That's a good list. I would say a journal. I was looking for journal. If we're playing Family Feud, number a one journal? Yeah, journal. A you journal. Could write stuff. You could draw. I don't know. Like could... Dear Journal kind of journal? Yeah, Dear Journal. Something okay. scratch paper. You could write or you could draw. I don't know. It's something that's easy enough. Um, okay. The only thing I think you missed was like matches or lighters and candles, sort of stuff like that. Oh, Cause... that's true. Candles, like flashlights. Candles aren't great because. Or, or flash. Yeah, we're in the 21st century. So, yeah. <laughs> No, it's not that. It's because the, the candles could fall over in a, in a subsequent aftershock. You just you have the problem. Yes. It because of a liability later on. So flashlights are preferred in the earthquake. Okay. Let's, uh, so that's a good list right there. Water, so, food, flashlights, or uh, candles, and notebook, and batteries. Batteries. Yeah. So, so I have questions about you live in Kansas and you're you're in tornado country, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I I've been to the Midwest only a handful of times, handful of me too. Um, they the the uh, so okay. So first of all, is the basement thing true? You should be hiding in the basement when there's a tornado. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but yeah, that's what they teach us, and that's what we do. Really? Okay, because yeah. so it wasn't until I was thirty till I saw it. <clears throat> Excuse me. It wasn't until I was thirty till I saw an actual basement. The other, other, only other thing I seen once uh, for tornado was they had a panic room. Uh, I don't know if they call it panic room, but basically it's a giant safe, right, with a door. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have that? I didn't have that. My brother, who moved into his house a couple months ago, I think. I think it's a couple months ago. I don't know the exact time, but. They have a panic room in their house. And I thought that seems like a rich was, people thing, no? Yeah, maybe. But I think it's just a really smart thing. I don't know if it's so much a panic room from I mean, obviously from natural disasters for that true emergency, but mm-hmm. I think another emergency that is accounted for is if someone is inside your home. If someone, you know, attempts to break in or hurt uh. you. Like you have a room where it's locked from the inside and it's deadbolted and yeah. uh, bulletproof doors, stuff like that. And I you don't want to think about that. that. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to think about it, but you just got to be prepared for it. So I, that would be like, a, that's kind of, you know, you just put some water and some canned food and stuff like that in there in case you have to ever go in there. But yeah, that's a, another thing in the Midwest. So that if I remember correctly, they didn't get the desk in there and use it as a small office. <laughs> during regular times yeah and then 
because I remember the walls are really thick and it wasn't very big. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if that thing is able to stand a tornado, it has to be pretty sturdy. I'm I'm impressed with it. Yeah, I mean, it's in the basement and it's surrounded by thick concrete walls. So, is that where your brother's is in the basement? Theirs is not yeah. in the basement. Theirs was in the like the center of the the house. I mean, then I think in that case, then it's more for burglary and protection because if it's in the middle of the house, it seems like it's supposed to be ready to access and stuff like that. No, I well, tornadoes. I mean, tornado happened. You're supposed to be in the middle of the house, right? You're not supposed to be near the windows. And I don't think they had a basement, and that's why it's there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm not a tornado expert. <laughs> no, least, I've seen not. the Wizard of Oz a handful of times. So if you if you had to have a uh, a let's say a hurricane, so now instead of staying in the house, you have to leave the house. You have to get out. What is your what is your you can only take? Okay, the, the what is the limitation? I don't on know. It? Do they teach you this stuff? I mean, earthquake sure we're taught because. We live in earthquake country. I'm assuming yeah. they taught you how to do handle tornadoes because you live in tornado country. And if we live in Florida, we'll know how to handle a hurricane. Exactly. That That's what I'm saying is I don't know because I don't live in those areas oh. where those kind of things happen. Yeah, I don't know what to do for a hurricane. Just board up your house. Do people yeah, still do that? Buy supplies. I don't know. If, yeah, if just uh, I just see a lot of crowded freeways only in one direction and all the toilet paper gone. And then board up your house. Yeah. And then when it actually hits, you run outside and <laughs> challenge the ocean. I don't know. It's Florida. Oh, yeah. God bless Florida. I, I I do have friends who live in Florida. And the last time, a couple of times when there's a hurricane, they decided to stay and wait it out. Uh, and I don't think they had a board up windows, but they probably lived in condos. So it didn't make sense. But they did lose power. And it gets very, very hot. There's a possibility for it to get very, very hot because air conditioning goes down and Florida weather is always hot and humid. So they're stuck inside the house and it's really hot and humid. If you're going to wait it out in your house, I guess candles, water and food and toilet paper is what, you know, the stuff that you want to keep. Fill the bathtub up with water, I guess. Do people do that? I guess that's a good idea to have because it's – semi-drinkable and you can try to flush toilets with it if you need to um mm-hmm. and then games because you'll be stuck in a dark house for a while and so board games with a family or card games with a family mm-hmm. i mean that's if the hurricane is bad and you survive it because you're not in the you know but i mean if you're in a house and the hurricane <laughs> blows your roof off you have other things to worry about than board games yeah right <laughs> So I think if you have to stay, you get, again, batteries, something, some sort of light. You get food. Um, you get water. You, I like the bathtub idea. That's really smart. I didn't think about that. Because at the worst, you get like a water filter and you could just kind of keep using it and keep using it. Um, you have, there's got to be some sort of like, how do you stay clean? I'm you don't. Like, just, you just, I think that's your least of your worries. Okay. Baby wipes? Yeah, baby wipes. That's really smart. Or, or waterless shampoo? What's that called? Yeah. Like powder shampoo or whatever? Yeah. You have some games. Just something to pass the time, you know, as you're 
kind of doing nothing and yeah i think all i'm seeing is i never want to move to florida and hurricanes are least of the reasons why i never want to move to florida oh yeah you have like guess what i'm doing next week come on i'm moving to florida (laughs) (laughs) yeah you don't want to like visit there but you're you're cool to live there yeah no neither well i don't i don't mean love visiting florida yeah, funny yeah. because sometimes, sometimes because the company, you know, they they'll be able to like send me to Florida to go for projects or stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I always am hesitant. I'm like, eh. like they always think it's cool. They're like, oh, you get a, you know, you can come down to Florida if you want, and then spend some time here. I'm like, I would not rather good. not take a free trip to Florida. Like I'd rather where, just stay home. Where have they? Where has work sent you that you liked? Um, well, I got to go to New York, and that was really cool. I really okay. like that because that's the only time I've been to New York. So, oh, but New York has everything, so it's not a bad place to go. Yeah, I've been to Wisconsin, which <laughs> was uh, Milwaukee. It was Madison. Madison is Milwaukee in Wisconsin? <laughs> Sorry, my yeah. geography is bad. It okay. is. Um, it, that was underwhelming, you know. I mean, it was fun. You know, I went with a group of people. You got to go to some breweries, go to some restaurants, but that was... Usually, when I visit a place like that, I would always ask myself, can I move here? Or would I want to retire here? And the answer is no, usually. Well, what's on your short list? I'm assuming it's a short list. Of places I would move to? Yeah. (sighs) I don't know. I like California, so I want to stay here. Mm -hmm. I mean... Detroit was kind of nice, but I was only there for very briefly. You weren't there in the winter? Um, It was, when did I go? I think it was October, November. So mm-hmm. it hadn't snowed yet, but it was cold. And yeah. that's that's part of the question. That's part of the reason I was asking you to try to dress before, because I don't know. I <laughs> I, I just froze. I, I was just really, really cold the whole time because I brought my one jacket and it wasn't a thick jacket and I didn't know what to do. Um, like I traveled a lot to St. Louis and I've been to St. Louis in all seasons, like winter, spring, fall, and win- uh, summer. And summer was way too hot. And then winter is snow. It was way too cold. So, St. Louis is not somewhere I want to stay. I've been in St. San Antonio and... It was way too hot. And it had Riverwalk, which is cool, but I don't want to live there either. Florida is a mess. I don't know. I don't know. Nowhere so really. How much does weather we this is like the weather episode, but how much does <laughs> weather play into you living there? Um I would say quite a bit. Because weather living here, weather is not something you worry about. Mm-hmm. Right, it's always sunny. Well, I'm just thinking, where Philadelphia. you know what is gonna even make it on your short list? Because most yeah. places, there's something that you don't have to deal with here, whether it's humidity, whether it's right. you know That's higher temperatures, over 100 plus degree temperatures, whether it's below 40 degree temperatures, whether it's snow. I mean, even some places it could be like sunlight. Like you don't even get that much sunlight during the winter season. Yeah, rain. That's why I had to stay in sure. California. Yeah, you. I'm trying to think. I mean, obviously we're just talking about the U.S. I'm sure there's places where it's right. not that but way. Like, 
like I'm saying Detroit is by my shortlist because there is a spirit in the people there that I really liked. Like it was a struggling city, but the people there are are in it together kind of. They have a nice spirit to them. And even though the weather may not be great, I would put the spirit of the people over the weather. See, that's why I ask you that's why I ask you about the weather, because for me, obviously, I think for most people, not just me, but the weather plays a big factor because you just want to enjoy it. I mean, it's good if it's, you're putting an obstacle on your day to day life, like it's not going to be fun. But a lot of times what is around you, like you said, the spirit, um, what the lifestyle is, that is enough to change it. So then that way you do enjoy it. Well, also the weather, like in, the weather, like in Florida, is hot and humid all the time. If it's mm-hmm. hot and humid for two months, then okay, I'll sacrifice those two months. I'll just stay inside most of those two months, and I'll be fine. But Florida is miserable all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I agree, that's remember. Why you got a that's why you got a short short list. <laughs> yes, yeah. So that's why, like. Like of all, I mean, there's lots of places. Like the Pacific Northwest, Seattle is way too gloomy. I can't live there. Portland mm-hmm. was nice, but Portland, the weather's similar. Arizona is nice, but it gets too hot. I can't do that too hot. I mean, it's way too hot. Because uh, right now, it's kind of nice. I couldn't breathe. Right, right now, I'm in Salt Lake City. And the one thing I've noted is like this area is is fun because obviously, the times that we're in right now, a lot of the things are restricted. You can't really go to some of the places that you want to go. But aside from that, Utah, you can go outside right now. Like you can go mountain biking, you can go hiking, you can go out to the lake, you can do all that sort of stuff. And I enjoy that. I like being outdoors. I like being active. So it really helps. And in the winter, it would be even more fun because you don't, skiing isn't like a vacation. It's not like a getaway. It's literally minutes away. So you could go and do that. So I just think Salt Lake City is a fun city. It's great to be around all these things. But these are the types types of things that would bring me to say like, oh, the weather now, you know, I can kind of have a compromise because, yeah, the weather, because right now it's really, it can get really hot. And in the winter, since it's snowing, it could be freezing temperature, but there's stuff to do. It's fun. But the city itself is very underwhelming. Like there's not, there's not amazing food here, especially not like LA. There's not amazing. I mean, there's not like, it's not very diverse around here. Um, It's very kind of like big malls, big markets and kind of chain places and stuff like that. So there's not much to the city itself, which is kind of a lot of places, isn't it? But yeah, I'm just saying this city would have like sold me and I'd be like, yeah, I could totally live in the city because even though the weather is what it is, like there's so much to do outside of it that you can take advantage of. But the city itself is like, it's a, it's like a negative. It's on the cons list. Yesterday, I got a Thai chicken curry pizza. You're probably not going to find that in Salt Lake, but it was wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That is not Salt Lake City. One thing that was weird, there's there's some things that in the two in the two weeks, almost two weeks that I've been here that I've noticed. One is people don't know how to stay in their lane while they're driving. Hmm. Like it 
it's so weird. Is they you could just be driving straight on a highway, but someone's just really on that line to the point well, where you worry about it. If and they're I, on the line, that's still that's still fair. That's still okay. I, I mean, if you're on the line, that's still that's sketchy though. Like if someone gets closer and closer to you, like you should just be in the lane. You don't, you know, you don't try and play with those lines of, oh, I'm still in the <laughs> lane. So, yeah, exactly. You just stay in your lane. So that's really weird. Another thing that I notice is, oh, there's like per capita, because I always, I think LA has more homelessness, but per capita, there's so mm-hmm. much homelessness around here. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can tell, like you can feel the, the sort of, I think the drug of choice out here is opioids just because you see a lot of billboards for them for like help mm. for it. But you can see a lot of that in the homelessness and like in people. Like they just have that sort of like flush, dehydrated sort of face to them. And I wonder where they go during the winter. I know that's, I mean, that's what, why I always think that homelessness in L.A. is very rampant because you could be homeless and the weather never really affects you. But right. you're homeless out here. You are baking in the sun or you are freezing in the winter. So well, I are, not, you, are you I living know. in like a downtown-y kind of area or more like a suburby area? A suburban area. Interesting. Because, yeah, like downtown-y, there's definitely more homeless people than the suburb. Or suburban area in LA. Mm-hmm. If it's in suburban, that's interesting. Yeah, it's very. Another thing that I just realized was being around here is it's very barren. Like you don't see a lot of people. I mean, you do like Saturday mornings. Saturday mornings, people are out jogging. People are out like having brunch. People are at the park, stuff like that. There's a lot of. I think I would say that Salt Lake City people are much more in shape the regular person on average than in other cities. Like you could tell like most people have an outdoors activity or hobby that they, they partake in. Uh, I wonder if part of that's because of COVID and people are just not outside. Oh yeah. Do you mean like it's barren? Like there's just tons of flat, empty space. There's just a bunch of empty space. I mean, when you, when I just am around town, Mm-hmm. I remember we went to the mall just to go check it out because there's it's right next to a lot of the uh, the Mormon church and Mormon uh, monuments and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we were just kind of walking out, checking stuff out. But there was no one around. And we were in the downtown area because the biggest, the mall, I think it's called Temple Square. It's right next to all these monuments and it's in the downtown. It's in the heart of downtown Salt Lake City. How does it compare like uh, – I'm guessing Kansas City is more comparable to Salt Lake than L.A. is to Salt Lake. How does it compare to Kansas City? So my girlfriend and I talked about this. Kansas City is much bigger. It is it's – it's, I wouldn't say much bigger because obviously like L.A. is much bigger. But you can – you just know. You can feel it. You can tell the buildings are – there's more high-rises in Kansas City. You know, it's kind of like when you're in L.A. and in most surrounding areas, you see downtown L.A. because you see the high rises like, you know, exactly where it is in Salt Lake City. You don't feel that you don't know where downtown is. Unless, I mean, if you're from around here, you know where it is. But if you're a tourist, you don't really know, like you have to look it up on a map and try and figure out where it is. 
Like there's not a lot of big buildings. And even when you're in the downtown area, it's not, it doesn't even seem like there's a lot of touristy sort of things and activities and, and stuff like that. It's very kind of randomly put together, it feels like. But yeah, Salt Lake it, City it, has a population 200,000 ish, and Kansas City has a population about almost 500,000, 480,000. Yeah. So, so it's being more than twice there, the size. I didn't know, I didn't realize Salt Lake City was so small because this Oxnard is about 200,000 people. Oxnard is definitely not a big city, it's a dumpy little coastal town. <laughs> so, wow, that is a lot smaller than I thought. Yeah, it kind of took me by surprise too. Like, how how small it is. Oh, but this is Salt Lake City proper, and there's there it is near West Jordan, West Valley City, and mm-hmm. North Salt Lake. I mean, there's in the greater Salt Lake City area, it is bigger than in bigger than two hundred fifty. Oh, it's close to Ogden, Utah, too. Well, well, it's not that close. Yeah, so it has it has its surrounding cities. I guess right. I just. I didn't know just because I didn't really look into it, but you know, Salt Lake City has a great array of outdoors activities and stuff to do. And I just thought because it is recognized as a big city, like it has a university and it has a professional basketball team. It's the capital too of Utah. It's a big city. So I always thought, yeah, this is another big city kind of like, it was, you know, how in some states the biggest city is like a metropolis, but in some states, like the biggest city is not like a really huge, dense city. Kind of like I just Kansas- like to compare everything to Oxnard. <laughs> well, good luck with that. But in Kansas, you have Kansas City, that's the biggest city. I know Wichita is technically bigger, but no one cares about that toilet bowl. But Kansas City is a big wow. city. I, I figured that Salt Lake City would be kind of around the same, but it's actually smaller and it's less populated. But yeah, it was it was kind of a shock because I thought it would be a big city, but it's not. But it's still like a lot of fun. And, you know, it's still like a couple weeks to go here. Is there, is, do you have any, like if you were to say, hey, you should go, you don't have to say something specific, but you should go and try and do this. Like what's something you recommend while I'm here to go do? Arches, Zion. I mean, yeah. that's not really close to Salt Lake City, but it's in Utah. That's what I wanted to go see this summer if I mm-hmm. make it out there. I'm looking at the map right now, looking at hotel prices, and it's pretty cheap. I would, I might do this trip still. If the weather's not too hot, I might do it. Anyway. <laughs> to do it then huh you're not gonna do it then because it is gonna be too hot but i know what that i'm trying to do is do you know what the slot canyons are yeah yeah i've seen that that's in utah i thought that was in arizona it's it's like driving from utah you know it's probably like one or two hours sort of thing okay Uh, but that's kind of like on on the bucket list for the rest of the month you know try and do that yeah, I don't know what else is in Utah other than just like national park stuff. It's really pretty out there. They have a lot of, like the arches, Zion, and it's, it's. I was gonna go near Moab Valley or Moab, which is near the what was what was it near the arches national park. Mm-hmm. That's where I was gonna go. But yeah, I don't know what else there's to do in Utah other than sight, natural stuff to look at. Yeah, I think we've been we've been doing a good job, you know 
doing some hikes, going out to uh, some of the lakes. We went to a hot spring. We went stargazing. Um, we tried some of the food. So we're doing some drugs. I'm just kind of doing stuff. And then, uh, yeah, but the slot cans is definitely something that still on the list to want to do. Man, the hotel prices are not bad. I should take, I should visit. I, right think, yeah, I think Salt Lake City is one of those areas where property-wise, it's maybe smart to just do it right now. And it's a yeah. cheap cost of living overall. Because I was looking at these little, uh, like an RV park kind of thing. They had little cabins. They're like they're like tiny homes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to rent one of those, but those look too. It's 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 like glamping, right? The one one level above camping, and mm-hmm. in the little tiny house. And I think they're a little it's a little hipstery, so a little more popular. So I couldn't. There, there was nothing available, and it wasn't really that cheap. It was still, I'll say, hundred fifty a night, maybe. Which is not bad, but I, I don't want to pay more than like a hundred a night. But the hotels seem to be cheaper. It makes sense because no one's traveling, so hotel probably has plenty of empty rooms. And I think hotels are pretty safe places to go because they they clean it. I mean, if you're not with other people in your room, you should be fine. It's the other people who are sick that is a problem, not not the room itself. Yeah, oh. they say like the home is the biggest place you could get COVID just because yeah. people come back. And, yeah, right. like if you're outside in the the theme, the, theme, the, the national parks and stuff, that's perfectly fine because you're so far from other people. And if it's like a breeze or something, it just blows all the the virus away anyway. So you're you're you should be fine. Yeah, I, I, what I like about this city is that people are very kind and courteous around here. Like when you, if you're around the even the grocery store or you just you know I went jogging and people would say hello to you and. And, you know, ask how you're doing, you know, people around here just tend to be nicer and much more open, like kind of just open to talking and stuff like that. And everyone's safe around here, you know, they, cause in, uh, like in Kansas, you know, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but when people are walking on the sidewalk, people, when people are outside, they don't tend to have masks on. Um, mm. but it's all like city when people are at the park you know, if they are outside, but they're still going to be walking on sidewalks and around people, people have a mask on and they're like staying safe and, you know, taking precautionary measures, you know, during these times. But I, 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 I'm not here to talk about, you know, like do everything that you can. I just like that since we've been here, everyone's just very welcoming and like nice and social. You know, it's not as if, everyone has to be just nice to you, but sometimes you just go into, especially in LA, because it maybe because it's such a big city, but when you're in LA, people um, don't tend to, yeah, don't tend to like just greet you or anything. Right. That's what I love about LA. I hate talking to people when I visit places. Like I really have nothing to say. Why are you talking to me? No, stop. Um, Yeah. But yeah. It, yes, I realize that makes us sound look a lot less friendly, and we probably are a lot less friendly. There's this mm-hmm. place called Chuck Arama Buffet. I need to go to this place. <laughs> I gotta quit looking. Yeah. Okay, I'll focus now. This the one this, thing that I like is that um, the food, even if it's not the fanciest of food, it's still just 
very good and very good for like a midwestern appetite like an americanized appetite <laughs> like i can't wait to try the tex-mex and the the nacho daddy restaurant oh my gosh because that yeah it's just i mean I, I love the that kind of stuff i it's it makes me sad but it makes me very happy too because that's the kind of comfort food i kind of like too yeah but you have to just play I a lot of diversity you realize you realize where you are Realize your options. Just go along with it. As I much like as I want to complain that something isn't here, I don't know. It's still good food. Yeah, but it's weird. It's like you Salt Lake City is just there. When you talk about would you live here, it's like right there. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah that's what I like about LA. Living in LA is because you're never going to run out of stuff to do. And you know me, I don't do very much, right? But I like to know that it's there. Like you'll never be bored. Or if you Did are, you, then I don't know. Yeah, I, I this is just from the financial aspect. You can't. It's not smart to live in LA. Right. That's definitely it's true. That's so bad. And like that's one thing that I I know I'm gonna leave LA at some point because of that. Yeah. Like financially, I mean, it's just a bad decision. <clears throat> I grew up here, so I'm living here, and that's far easier for me to move away than to move from somewhere else to L.A. It's, mm-hmm. it's oh, man. Yeah, that's, true that's amazing. Hilton's in $74. I can book this right now. Have you have you ever read statistics on, on, people, on people who grew up in L.A., like whether or not they leave? Or do you, do you know the tendency? Just from I don't know. Up? I never looked that up. That's interesting. Do you know? No, I would. I don't know. I mean, from the people you knew growing up, did they leave or did they stay? Oh, oh, my, my, my friends. Well, I grew up in Austin, so that's not exactly LA. It's an hour away from LA, so we don't think of ourselves like we're from LA because we're far enough that we're not. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh no, COVID. COVID took him. Sorry, I choked on something. Um, Choked on COVID. What? Nothing. Go. Okay. Uh, a lot of the people I knew from elementary school and high school and stuff, uh, I mean, Austin is a really poor place. So a lot of people are just stuck because they cannot move out. Um, is it still poor or just when you were growing up? What? I'm sorry? Is it still poor or just when you oh, were yeah. growing up? It's still poor there. I mean, it's all migrant workers, basically. We live in fields, pick strawberries okay. and stuff. So it's just a poor place. The, of the people who did, yes, like my friends from elementary school, there are people I know that live all over the U.S. now. One Hawaii, New York. Um, not many people stayed in Oxnard if they could. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they don't stay in Oxnard. If they could get out of Oxnard, they would. So... Uh-huh. What was the question? <laughs> oh, do they move for LA? Yeah, it's hard to say from LA though. Because yeah. I, I didn't grow up in LA, LA. I so. I know a lot of people who didn't grow up here, came here and then left. Like this was kind mm. of like a, a three to seven year pit stop for them. Mm. And they moved to a different city. Now, was that the plan to leave, or they just 
couldn't afford it or the life quality of life wasn't worth what they're paying for and left. I think it was, it was, uh, I think it was probably 70%. They found just a different opportunity that was away and they just realized it was a good move and a good decision and stuff like that. And 30% of people that, you know, just didn't want, wanted something else. Okay. But in, in Kansas City, I would say for all the people that I grew up with, it's probably about um, probably about 20% of people leave and 80% of people stay. Hmm. So it's not, and that's kind of like, you know, in, in the Kansas City area. So if you lived in the suburbs, you still just maybe you moved up to Kansas City, but you stayed in the area. Wait, how so, much stay? 20 stay or left? 20% uh, left, but huh. 80% stayed. So most people end up staying around the area. Okay. So I was also thinking of all the friends I have in LA, I would say probably about 25% are from LA. Mm -hmm. So 75% are people from other places like you, not originally mm -hmm. from LA. And people I yeah. know that moved here, well, I didn't know them when they moved here, but I known them after they moved here some of them had yeah they did leave a lot mm -hmm. of them were the most of the one i'm talking about that did leave are they came here for well, not all of them one of them did not but the people who did most of them came here for the entertainment industry and then it's hard and they moved back they, yeah they left. yeah yeah that makes sense that seems like yeah so i think most people they probably just end up getting an opportunity somewhere else and they just leave. Um, the people, well, I don't know. That, yeah, that's kind of, that's not, not, not necessarily true. I mean, uh, the people I'm thinking of that moved away was because of um, boyfriend or girlfriend and then other person, yeah, I just couldn't afford it anymore. It's hard to live in LA, to be honest, mm -hmm. I guess. It's not for everybody, for sure. Yeah. So then for this upcoming week, like, what do you have uh, planned for this week? Um, At least what are you allowed to do now that you have the pandemic I'm, for us? I'm going to visit my family again. I got this really cute uh, baby Yoda blanket that I bought for my nephew, and it finally came in, so... I'm going to drop it off at their house, but uh, it, it was way larger than I thought. From the picture in the, in the, in the, on the internet, it looked much smaller. But uh, So I'm going to see them. And then I got I switched my parents. They have Google Fi for their phone, and I realized they were using less than a gig of data a month. So mm -hmm. I'm going to switch them to Mint Mobile because Mint Mobile is a lot cheaper. Mint Mobile, you get unlimited text and talk like every company does, and then three gigabytes a month for $15. And so since they don't use that much data and they're inside, I mean, they use the data you use, they're always inside the house. And so they use Wi-Fi a lot. So that plan will save them a bunch of money. So I'm going to switch out their SIM cards and transfer their numbers for them and stuff like that and switch into that. So that's why I need to go see them. Um, the other thing I want to do was probably go back. So follow up on when we talked a couple of weeks about headphones. I went to the Bose store over Labor Day weekend when I was at home because the Bose store was at the outlets and I bought the Bose 700 and 
the noise cancelling is great. The headphones sound great, as well as the other Bose headphones I had. They but the the Bose seven hundred is Bluetooth and has the ability to connect to two devices simultaneously. For example, I have it connected to my computer right now, so I can chat with you, but also connected to my iPad right now, so you can't see a notification, or you can connect to your phone in case you get a phone call, you can add, you can pick up the phone call right away. So you can connect to multiple devices, but two specifically simultaneously. Um, but I'm having issues with that. So when it does connect to two, there's always a little crackling noise because it's not doing it elegantly to two. And so I think I'm going to return it because it's not great. What I really love about the AirPod Pros is how well it switches between device. Like I'm connected. It's not connected to two devices at a time. It's going to connect to one. But I can switch from my computer to my iPad to my phone very easily, very quickly, just selecting the AirPods from the dropdown. Because this is third-party Bluetooth, you can't really do that. And so that's a couple questions for you about, because you have the Sony ones. Can you connect to more than one device? And how does switching work for device so uh, switch devices something, something that's really smart question and i should probably look into it because i think the worst thing about the sony headphones is the connectivity not the the strength of the connectivity but i always have to figure out what the last device that it was connected to because what's really annoying is that I, I have to figure out what it is. I have to turn it off and or disconnect. And then I have to connect it with the device that I actually want. Mm. And I hate that's the biggest complaint about these headphones. And maybe it can be fixed. I don't know. So I won't say like maybe it's it's concrete and that's for sure how it happens. But mm-hmm. um, no, that, that's it. what I read online too about how to switch devices on the Sony. Because yeah. what, what will happen, the worst thing is if my computer's asleep, it's not turned off, it's asleep, and I turn the headphones on, and that's the last thing was connected to, I have to open and log into my computer and disconnect it, and then connect it to, say, my phone. And it's it's so frustrating. Well, what, happens, what happens if you don't disconnect from your computer? Just disconnect it. When your computer falls, you just connect it directly to your phone. What happens? I, I, I either have to shut off the computer completely or I have to be so far away from the computer that it can't connect to the computer. Oh, so if you did try to connect it on your phone, it would not be able to connect to your phone. It just stay connected to the computer. Not. Yeah. It, okay. Good point. Because the the other thing that makes this such a headache is that even if you click connect with your headphones, it doesn't take it away from the computer. It mm. it will tell you couldn't connect, and it's so frustrating to do this like maze because I. I mean, I really only have like three devices. I have two laptops and a phone, and that's all I connect my headphones to. But mm-hmm. if I'm at home, it's like this obstacle just to figure out what it is that is connected to. So, right. If that's if that's something you don't enjoy, then I don't know if it's going to get better with the Sony headphones. Yeah, then probably Sony is not for me. I'm almost hundred percent going to return these. Everything else about it. It's great. It fits well. The the sound sounds good. The noise canceling, the noise canceling is it's good. It's I don't think it's better than the QC Quiet Comfort ones. It, it's about the same. So it's not like wow, this does even better noise canceling. It doesn't. But it's the noise canceling was good to begin with, and it's just as good as before. And so 
I'm probably not going to keep these in return. So, Because I went back Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend, they had a sale there at the outlet. And so if you buy the refurbished version, they gave you another 20% off, which made it a really good deal. So I got it. But um, it's not working out the way. I mean, what I have to do now is, because every time I turn it on, it'll automatically connect to both devices. And then I go back into the app in on the iPad and disconnect it from the iPad and it gets rid of the crackling noise. And mm. I looked it up online to see if maybe I can just connect to one device and manually switch it every time. Nope, can't do that. And I don't know if it's a f- hardware issue or a software issue that I can just update in the software to fix later on. Cause if that's the case, that'd be great. But they have this issue for more than a year now and still not fixed. And pe- it's all over the message boards. People complain about it. So I don't know. I don't think they're going to fix it, which, you know, is why. Yeah, it's really it's it's always that one thing that Apple is always the best at is its connectivity between its devices that, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't use Apple products other than a Mac and I enjoy all of them much more than the Apple products. But it's always that thing that Apple has on over everyone else is just it's seamless transition it's seamless connectivity throughout all of its devices yeah yeah but, so that yeah that's my week just visiting my family and maybe go back drive back there to return because it's kind of far it's going to be like 45 minutes an hour to get drive there so that's that's anyone that hears that doesn't think that's very far really 45 minutes yeah. not a long drive no, I mean if you spend if you spend say like four or five hours with your family 45 minutes is not in comparison that big of a time like i know um, people that no 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 the fa- no family the it, it's a 40 minute drive and that's but that they're in they're in brea i'm saying about driving back to the store in the other direction my family uh, aren't there now i'm just going to go to the store to return it and that's a 45 minute hour drive mm-hmm. just to drop you know return it and then drive right back so I'm trying to figure out what else i can do there when i'm there yeah, yeah. But, that's good. I'm glad to see that you are being a good, good uh, part of your family in like giving your. I'm always. I think it's always good and nice when like you give other people gifts and like you're just spending time with your family and stuff. I hate giving the kids gifts. They have way too many toys. I think I talked about this before. It's ridiculous how many toys they get, and I, I, like, we didn't have any toys when we were kids. We barely had anything, but. They have like way too many points. I, I, and their house is always a mess because of it. So I'm, I'm always just scared to give them more because I know it's going to end up everywhere anyway. Mm-hmm. So I just like give well, them fruit snacks. Them a toy. I guess huh? it, like, I mean, you're giving them a blanket. Yeah, I thought it was a towel. You know, those baby towels that come with a little thing to wrap around your head? Mm-hmm. Like a little animal that wraps around the head. So I thought it was that thing. Turns out it's not a towel, it's a blanket. And the, I should send you a picture. I'll send you a picture later, maybe. But the 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 Yoda head for the part that you put on your head is the twice the size of my head. <laughs> and I have a big head. And yeah. I thought it was small to go on a little, like my nephew's head, who's a one and a half. So he's tiny. So it's not going to work. But it'll, it'll also look really cute, I think. That's really funny. You went from like being very thoughtful and nice to not knowing <laughs> what the hell you're doing. <laughs> that's that's life that's that's my life right there yeah 
Uh, that's good. I think for me this upcoming week, um, I'm just going to kind of stay in the same flow of just trying to get out and do things. I want to be a little bit more active. Um, I was able so you, to. You've been in Salt Lake for two weeks now and you're going to be there for another two weeks. You're halfway through already. I'm almost on, on Tuesday. It'll be two weeks. Okay. And so. And how um, long are you going to be there for? And I'll be there for, I'll be here for the entire month. So, so far. Okay. It's been good. When I like list it out, it seems like I'm doing a lot and stuff. And so I'm going to just try and stay in the same trend. You know, you kind of realize like the food is not, there's not like a, a list of great foods to try. So then you don't really have to worry about that sort of stuff. Oh, but, try a but, funeral potatoes if you can find them. It's a Mormon thing, I think, and they make fun- potatoes during funerals, and this will be pretty good. Basically, I think this potatoes, a lot of cream, and a lot of cheese, and breadcrumbs. And it's not good for you, but you probably had to crash a funeral for it too. Okay, maybe bad idea. Forget it. Forget it. There's a thing called funeral potatoes, which sounds awesome, but you might have a hard time finding it. I'll Google it and see uh, see if it's feasible without crashing someone's funeral. Yeah, it's just make that. a friend, make an old friend. Make an old friend that has to die in the next three weeks. Doesn't have to die, but <laughs> if you need help with that, I can make things happen. Just kidding. <laughs> not, not promising anything. Okay, uh, and then try and stay outdoors. Go to the slot canyons. Um, but you, yeah. You're not there for very long. This it's it's it's. I mean, you're not there I mean, for very long, and it's moving really fast. It's one month, and yeah, it's just moving really fast. So. Oh. But it doesn't, I think because it's a month, it doesn't feel like I have to always do something. You know, every day I have to find a new activity in Salt Lake to enjoy. So it's kind of nice, but it, it's uh, it's kind of like here and there, just finding stuff to do. So then upcoming week, uh, the usual, you know, work and stuff like that. But I'm going to just try, try and go to like some sort of Tex-Mex place because there's a bunch out here. Like I talked about a couple um go to the slot canyons because that's going to be a lot of fun and then uh, try and find a couple places just to work out whether it's like outdoors and like diy and also so let's see so slot canyons um i want to go mountain biking do you have a bike tex-mex you you can just rent one okay but and then get some tex-mex so for me like those three things would be really awesome to do for this week. I would tell the same list, except just the Tex-Mex one. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. a different yeah. list. Yeah. Hey, if any of you listening out there live in the Salt Lake City area, send us a, a, a thing. So tell us Juan where you should go. Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I tell other people to tell you where to go, Juan. No, that's also, that's always awesome. Like, I feel everywhere that I actually live, you've been able to figure out that hole in the wall, that unique thing. So you need a fixer is what you need. Yeah. I need like a, what is that called? Concierge? Concierge. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Just something that. I call them fixers, but concierge sounds good. Concierge sounds fancier and more expensive. Yeah. I need my fixer. Yeah. It, well, now, we, well, here, new, new news from two weeks ago. We we set up a website. Uh, we have a web uh, site name. It's spf0podcast.com. 
uh, spelled SPF, the number zero <laughs> podcast.com. And from there, you can link to our Twitter, to our Instagram, to our Discord, anything. And so you, there's many ways to reach out to us that way. Uh, yeah, if you have ideas, tweet at us or something. Yeah, so if you, works. if you want to listen to old episodes or the new one, you'll be able to have that oh, yeah. one stop for all the links. Links to subscribe. We're all there. We're on yeah. top of it. I, I know. We, I know. We're, we got it all out. Other than yeah. the logo, which has been ongoing for months. If you but, enjoy the picture of the chicken, let us know. But that's probably not going to stay for very long. It is, it is not. If you want a picture of the chicken, just let us know and we can give it to you. I will send you the picture myself. <laughs> I took the picture myself. Yeah. That's what you so should be proud of. It. It's a phone camera picture. So. That. Don't try and steal it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anything yeah, else you want to talk about? No, I think that's good. Okay. Well, have a good week. And if I make it out Salt Lake City next weekend, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. I'll meet you at the Chief Hotel. Yeah. Chuck Rama. No, I, I really do want to go to uh, uh, Salt Lake. Well, not Salt Lake City in particular, but Utah this, this summer. Uh, just couldn't quite make it happen. Not sure though, but looking at Google Maps, the hotel price is not bad. Like I really wanted to stay in that little tiny house because I thought it would be fun. But maybe staying in a hotel won't be so bad. Oh, definitely staying in a hotel won't be bad. But uh, if the hotel is like half the price, like if I can get a hotel like seventy bucks, and why not? You know. So I'll look. I'll do a little more research this week, and I'll, I'll let you know. Cool. But don't maybe hold we'll your breath. A, maybe we'll finally record in the same room. No, nah, I think I'll just ruin everything. no anyway all right good talking to you Juan all right see you man insert sign off (laughs) whatever it will be